fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is The Silent Clouder. It was written by John Hook, and he is also going to be our GM for tonight. Uh, not only is this a one-shot, but it is a one-on-one -on -one game. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. John? Tom. All right. So uh, tell me, Tom. Who are you? Well, my name is uh, Everett Cole, and I uh, collect rare books and tomes. Um, I have a little shop, uh, and uh, I, uh, I have a number of, uh, I guess you call them agents worldwide. They're not directly employed by me, but they look for interesting old books and uh, correspond with me and then send me information and I decide whether I'll I'll purchase it or not for my shop. Okay. And uh, what city do you live in, which is the same city I assume your shop is in? Yes. Um, we'll say Arkham. Arkham. Oh, Arkham. Perfect. I like that classic. Fantastic. Um, all right. Uh, so, Everett. It is, uh, it's early summer. Uh, it's, uh, it's the first Monday in June, 1926. What time are you going to work? Well, I usually open up the shop about nine. So I show up at 8.30. Um, to get inside and to make sure everything is in order before I open up the door. Um, there's never people waiting in line. Uh, it's just I open up the uh, open up the shop. If there was somebody waiting in line, I would open up the shop earlier. But, uh, um, but I open is. up the shop, and yeah, there's there's never anybody waiting. Um, I uh, I uh, I straight I tidy up a little bit when I uh, when I get in. And, uh, and then there's not much else to do. I have some organizing to do and some correspondence to write. And if I get interrupted by a customer, then I help them. So tell me about, um, we've learned a little bit about your, your work, the, the shop. What's the name of your, uh, of your uh, used bookstore? Uh, Cole's Rare uh, Books. Nice. Cole is my last name. I like it very good so we've we learned a little bit about your shop tell me about your home um do you have a wife do you have children do you live alone uh, how old are you and and how do you get from home to work well um i live in a a small uh home on um uh on uh federal street uh, it's a uh, an old brownstone. Uh, it's not in a it's not in an upper class neighborhood. It's, it's a middle class neighborhood, uh, and I own uh, the whole building. Um, I have uh, I'm not married. I don't have any children. Uh, I'm pretty much a confirmed bachelor, <clears throat> and I occupy the, uh, the the top two floors. Um, the bottom floor and the basement, I, uh, 
I rent out to uh, to boarders. Um, they're uh, they're good good people, um, and uh, a lot of times I just walk to work. It's a fifteen minute walk into town uh, where my my shop is. Okay, fantastic, fantastic. So you live in Federal Hill, in uh, Federal Hill, the Federal Hill neighborhood, or on well, no, Federal, I, Hill I, Street? Federal Street? Yeah. Okay. I'm not quite in uh, the Federal Hill neighborhood. Okay. Just kind of in between areas. Okay, fantastic. Um, great. So, like I said, it is uh, June 1926. This is the first Monday of June. And um, it is about 8.30 in the morning as you are leaving your house and you're walking uphill uh, to go uh, downtown to, uh, to where uh, Cole's Rare Books is located. Um, this is a, this is a, uh, a trip, a, a walk that you've made hundreds of times hundreds of times yes very very familiar with this um and uh and it's very uh it's very peaceful it's very comforting um this particular you know walk that you make it's a, it's a good time for you to kind of collate your thoughts and and just uh warm up for the day as the sun is warming you up literally as you're as you're uh, walking uh to the shop um this is the uh, the time of day when um, vehicles are are starting to come down the streets, tossing a, a bundle of papers uh, near a corner where there's a uh, a newspaper stand, and that uh, uh, the newsie there is uh, collecting those and getting them set up uh, for the day. And um, as you are uh, approaching the end of the of the block uh, where you typically will uh, turn to start heading downtown um, you see a house up ahead standalone much like the other homes uh, on this block uh, which is your block this is the opposite end of your block mm -hmm. uh, from where you live um, standalone this is a single story uh, it's a it's an older home, um, uh, and it's just a single story, just a real small uh, kind of like a salt box kind of house, just really really small. And um, as you approach the the corner, um, you notice in this uh, this little house which has a picket fence around it you know waist high picket fence um you notice sitting in the yard are uh a, about five uh tabby cats and they're just sitting in various spots of the yard um very prim very proper feet all collected together sitting up tall and uh, they're all five of them are looking at the house. This is a house I pass every day. Every day you've passed it for years. Um, and uh, you realize you do know that uh, that's actually the home of uh, Wilhelm Porter. Wilhelm Por Porter? 
Wilhelm Porter, Professor Porter. Uh, you know that he uh, uh, teaches at Miskatonic University. And uh, do I know that he has a lot of cats or is this unusual to see? You've never seen uh, cats in his yard before. Okay. At least you've never noticed cats. Yeah. In and his you know, walking, walking the same route every single morning, one becomes familiar with just about everything. If somebody changes the curtains in their house, you notice. And so I see the cats and I'm like, well, that's rather unusual. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm walking past the, uh, the uh, picket fence and I'm just looking up at the house and I'm, I'm, I'm looking up at the house to see if anything is wrong or what the cats might be staring at. Uh, you can give me a spot hidden. What does dice? <laughs> I know game. it's this is oh, your I first a, time playing a role-playing game. I understand. Yeah, I got a seventeen. Oh, uh, fantastic! Which uh, is, that's just a uh, hard. Yeah, uh, you don't see anything that strikes you odd. Um, at least there doesn't seem to be anything odd. Um, the curtains, you know, there's only really on the front end of this very, very small house. There's really only one window next to the to the front door, and those curtains are are drawn closed. Um, there single are story. single story, and um, you know, there's a, a couple of windows on the left and right sides of the house. Sure. You know, one on either side, and then uh, you assume. There's uh, windows and, and a back door behind, but you've never you've never uh, paid a social call to uh, to Professor Porter. Um, you're just aware of him as you are in a relatively small town, one in which you've been a resident of for years. Um, give me a idea roll. Fifty two. That is a, a regular. So with that uh, uh, idea, you, you do remember a few details about uh, Professor Porter. Um, you know that he is, uh, or as you recollect, he's in his early 70s. You suspect maybe around 73 or so. You're not 100% sure, but early 70s. And that you do know that he is a widower, uh, that he had lost his wife uh, and if you recall correctly, her name was Ophelia, um, but she passed away. Well, now it's probably going on six or seven years. Yeah, probably seven years. Gosh, time has been flying. And um, uh, and as you recall, they uh, only had uh, one son. And uh, you do remember there was a kind of a, a neighborhood celebration for uh, celebrating their son James when he uh, joined the Navy and uh, and he went off uh, to be a Navy man um, so anyways that's a and, and then and then you know professor uh, at Miskatonic University um, uh, you had your successful idea role so uh, you you think, it was anthropology. You're pretty sure. 
Um, maybe archaeology, but probably you're you're almost positive it was anthropology. One of those, one of those ologies. Yeah. Yeah. It was a. It was an. It started with an A. Ology. I'm pretty sure it was anthropology. Anyways, that's that's what kind of comes to mind as uh, as you recollect on him uh, as a person and and that uh, that house. Do I know whether he's retired or not, or if he's still teaching? Well, you don't know. I don't. You don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, how's the rest of the yard? Is it upkept, or is it kind of neglected? Um, I mean it uh the lawn is probably getting a, a little bit long but uh it's certainly not uh, unruly there are other neighbors who have uh worse lawns well since i notice it as i'm walking uh you know it probably takes me uh, a little bit to walk by the house so as i'm walking and i notice um do the cats does the cat's attention ever waver towards me or do, are they like staring at the house um, they seem to be sitting prim and proper, like I said, just staring at the house. Okay. Well, as I walk by, I'll probably go oh, bus, 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 like that to see if I can catch their attention. Mm -hmm. What are you staring at, kitties? Yeah. Um, give me a natural world. Ooh. Uh, no, I got a 79. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you don't seem to get any reaction uh, at all from uh, from the cat. So uh, your attempt to get their attention didn't do anything. Well, I'll look and then I'll look at my watch and it's like, well, I have to get to work. So... Mm -hmm. um, I'll just assume I'll, I'll shrug it off as something a little odd, but uh, not that odd. Yeah, not that odd. And uh, continue down the road towards work. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, you uh, continue on downtown. What is a, a typical day like for you at the bookstore? No. I come inside, I tidy up if anything is out of place. Um, I check my uh, my schedule. I have a schedule to see if uh, there's anybody that I need to call or correspond with. I collect the mail, uh, which uh, is, let's say it's delivered before I get to work. Um, I uh, take it inside and I check the books, make sure everything is in order. Um, and then um, I probably spend most of the time uh, either corresponding or uh, answering phones if they ring, uh, mm -hmm. dusting. I dust everything off, make sure it's, I dust every morning to make sure that everything is nice and clean. Uh, and see if anybody has maliciously uh, put a book back in the wrong spot and uh, oh that's yeah that's awful and, uh, put it back and then uh i mean if that's my morning uh at lunch i close shop i put the little sign on the door that says you know back in an hour and i uh go to one of the local 
restaurants, um, maestros, maestros, or, uh, <laughs> or one of the other ones. And, um, <clears throat> and if I see anybody, I might, I might chit chat with some of the other vendors that are on my street or around, or if I see them, I, I'm probably on speaking terms with everybody. So uh, yeah, it's a small town. Uh, give me a luck roll, please. Uh, 94. Yeah, no. Uh, so it was um, a pretty uh, slow day. Uh, so you only made $15. All days are slow days, pretty much. Okay. Well, what time do you close and head home? Um, I'll probably close at five. Uh, and and I, I think today I'll I'll probably stay until five. Uh, some days, if it's really slow, I'll just go home a little early. Um, so five o'clock, I lock up. I deposit. Uh, I've got a safe in the back that I uh, put all the money in and lock it up. And uh, if there was if there was any any uh, important correspondence i might bring it home with me and answer it at home but um there there doesn't seem to be anything so i lock it up uh and then i uh i just walk walk back home okay all right and i'm curious just because it as i'm walking and i see that house again as i walk by i'll just look into the yard and see if the cats are still there uh yeah in fact now there's 11 cats uh sitting in the front yard uh all of them in just little different areas of the yard um sitting 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 tall they've got all their feet together their backs are 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 nice and tall their heads and chins are lifted up and they're all uh looking at the uh, at the house is the male um, oh go ahead I was going to say, um, why don't you give me a, an idea roll? Uh, that is a 70 out of 80. So, uh, um, 70 out of it was good? 70 out of 80 is good, yes. Okay. It strikes you a little odd that, uh, like this morning and now, uh, not a single one of them is making a noise. Hmm. I... Uh, does is the uh, mailbox a slot on the door or is it a mailbox on the edge of the property it's a box um mounted on the on the picket fence right by the little gate uh, am, to walk up to his door i'm going to go up to the mailbox and open it and see if there's a bunch of mail to see if okay. perhaps something's wrong yeah inside you find two letters just two letters. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, do you look at them? Um, just the covers. I'll just look at the covers. Yeah, yeah the envelopes. Uh, you can see one letter um, is, uh, and it's got a lot of a lot of stamping on that, uh, uh, like uh, like you know, chunk kind of stamping, sure. right? Um, and it's from a, a Colonel James Porter. Uh, and it looks like it has been uh, sent son. 
from the USS Maryland BB-46. And it's addressed to uh, Wilhelm Porter. Uh, the second letter is uh, on, it's in an official uh, Miskatonic University envelope. And um, it says uh, uh, Department of Anthropology as the, the return address. And it's addressed to Professor W.M. Porter. Right. Um, the, uh, the postmark, uh, are the postmarks on them from yesterday or today, or are they from a long time ago? I'm worried if he's, if he's injured or dead, then the mails might start to accumulate. When was the last time he picked up his mail is what I'm trying to figure out. Yes, good question. Um, the letter from uh, Miskatonic University was postmarked 10 days ago. Hmm. And the one from Colonel Porter was postmarked uh, eight days ago. Okay, that concerns me then. Um, I will uh, enter the yard. Is there like a little gate? Yep, small little gate with a latch. Uh, I will uh, uh, unlatch the gate and step inside, uh, closing it behind me. Um, and I will walk up the path. Are the cats on the path? Or are they scattered all around the place? They're not on the path. They're in the grass uh, on either side. So you have a clear path okay. uh, to it. Kitty, kitty, kitties. So I walk by. Um, I step up onto the porch. Uh, and I go to the door and I, I knock. Okay. Um, you knock on the door and uh, you wait a couple of moments and there's no response. No response. I, uh, I move over to the window and see if I can see any lights on inside. Okay. Um, give me a spot hidden with a penalty die. 23 and 08. Uh, so that is a pass. Okay. 23 is, uh, 23 is actually a hard. Um, so you are peering through the front window. Front window, right? You're Correct. still front right. of that. You're peering through the front window. Curtains are drawn. So you have to kind of, you know, uh, look lace. at it. Yeah. yeah, well, but they have some substance to them. So you're looking at an angle. Um, so you won't be able to see super deep into the room, but you're looking right. at a at a at an angle um where you can kind of see past that curtaining. And um you see what you can see, uh, which is you do see a uh, a chair or part of a chair. You can see the arm of the chair and the back of it. It's a it's a tuft and cushioned chair uh, but you can see that there's uh, some things like it looks like maybe newspapers or books kind of stacked up on the chair and you know and there's a there's like a small pile of things sitting in that chair um, and then you also notice uh, at this strange angle um, the floor uh, and lighting is really kind of iffy in here so uh, it's hard to tell, but it looks like 
there might be um uh vapor or mist on the floor in the uh in the living room something that's left cooking and it's it's burning um no sign of anybody huh no sign of anybody all right um well now i'm i'm more concerned uh i will move around to the back door if there is a back door sure yeah you so you go around uh the side of the house um the uh, uh the windows that are on the sides of the building mm-hmm. um are not like the picture window that's on the front of the building mm-hmm. they're much smaller and they're also kind of kind of High. higher up off the ground right so um you don't have the ability to like walk past either on the left side of the house or the right side of the house and with feet on the ground you can't see through that window you would have to have something to elevate to do that but i'm just i'm just making a note of that so you walk past and you go to the back side of the house and on the and in the backyard and the backyard is also fairly small there is a a single width uh driveway which really driveway it's just two ruts you know um and there's like a there's like a shack that uh, might be able to be used as a garage, but you know, for most families in this area, it's uh it's extra storage and cars just sitting. Sure. There is no car here though, so there's no car. But the two ruts go up to the shack, and um, and in the backyard area, um, there are uh, a dozen. There's twelve cats in the backyard um sitting and looking at the house um so there's a single door and there's also a window this window isn't quite as large as the one that's in the front but it's also not as small or as high up as the ones on the side so you have the ability to peer through the one that's on the back is there is there a back porch or is there just a couple of steps up to the door not even steps so like in the front of the house mm-hmm. in the back of the house the the porch is a uh two foot by three foot concrete slab okay. that's you know only inches off of right. the grass so there's no porch per se okay um well i'll go up to the window and i'll i'll peer inside and i'll uh, i'll call out uh, uh, uh professor porter Okay, give me another spot hidden, uh, if you will, for this other window. Because of the curtaining on it, it is also with a penalty die. Okay, well, then I fail. Okay. Uh, yeah, the curtains on this one are more uh, substantial. And they, they cover more to the corners. So, yeah, and it's also a little bit darker uh, from, from this side of the house. So you can't, you can't see anything in there. Uh, but there's no there's no response to your to your hail. Okay. I will try the door. Okay, uh, so you go to uh, start moving the door handle, and the uh, the door handle uh, uh, is locked, so it just kind of rattles in your hand. Mm-hmm. But as you do that, you suddenly feel uh, thumping on your legs as the dozen cats, the dozen cats uh, that are in the backyard. They have now swarmed up to the house and they're throwing their bodies. First, they kind of leap up 
so they 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 their feet hit the door and then they repel themselves off of the door and slam into your shins and knees um as they as they continually doing this like ricochet batter and some of them are coming up just beside you and doing that like rabbit punch thing that cats can do where it's a thousand punches in a second right and they're just like right on your on your uh on your calves well i'll i'll step back do i get the impression that they want in or are they trying to keep well that doesn't make any sense that cat's not going to keep me away from something but Maybe they want inside. Maybe they haven't been fed. Um, uh, one last thing. I'll walk back around to the front door and see if it's unlocked. Okay. So you step away from the back door yeah. to to go to the front door. As you step away from the back door, the swarm of the cats and um, uh, give me an idea roll. 90. Give me an idea roll. Okay. another one so the swarm of the cats huh yeah well i i said 90 and you said give me an idea roll you just wanted one idea roll right just the one just the one 90. um so yeah uh so you step back from the door and then the cats uh disperse they go back into the yard they pick a spot that they like in the grass and they return to their prim and proper seating head up chin up eyes locked on the house and you go back around to the front right um, and you said you're going to try the doorknob there yeah i'll try the front door okay that door uh is also locked but just the same as the back as you start testing that door um the 11 cats that were in the front they start rebounding off the door and banging up against your they're not you know if they have claws, they're not clawing you. Uh, they're just physically bounding themselves off the door into your legs, and some of them are rabbit punching your 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 calves. All right, I'll back away again. Now it's very strange. So what? as you as you back away, the uh, the cats uh, disperse silently and sit back in the yard again and start watching the house. Well, um. I think my the only thing I can think of at the moment is I need to go back to my home and telephone the police and tell them that there is something that I, I'm afraid that he might be inside, perhaps dead. And they smell, I don't know, I'm, I'm baffled. Um, but something is definitely wrong. Okay. Uh, so you head to your home mm -hmm. and you telephone the cops. So, uh, you get a hold of a uh, sergeant and uh, he says, uh, yes, sir. How can I help you? Uh, hello, sergeant. Um, I am calling because I am a concerned neighbor. Uh, one of my neighbors, uh, Professor Wilhelm Porter, uh, his house is right down at the end of the street. I pass it every single day as I go to work. I don't think he's picked up his mail and it appears that, that he has a number of cats that maybe need to be fed. I, he's an older gentleman. I wouldn't want him. It, he may have had an accident or passed away. I, uh, I'm very concerned. Uh, could, 
could perhaps we we, we might have to uh, the doors are locked so I can't get in to check uh, but I, I'm I'm very concerned. Oh well, yes, we'll uh, we'll send a car out to check it out. Right. Thank you for your concern. And I give them the address. Okay. Poor old man. What do you want to do for the evening? Um, you know what I will do is I will make a quick telephone call to the university, Mr. Tonic, and um, ask ask if Professor uh, Wilhelm Porter has uh, has been to work lately. If he still teaches there, if he's uh, if uh, he hasn't shown up. Uh, so you call and you get a, uh, a nighttime, uh, operator, university operator. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so she says, uh, uh, all the departments are closed. Um, uh, I can take a message and have someone call you back. Oh, it's not necessary. I'll call, I'll call tomorrow. Um, okay. Uh, thank you. Um, and out of curiosity, at least, you know, I don't have anything to do. It's a warm summer evening. I will walk back down towards the house, wait for the police to show up. Okay. Um, so it took a little while for you to, to make that call and get connected and that. So when you are uh, leaving your house and you're walking back up the, uh, the, the block towards Wilhelm's house, um, the police are already there. Okay. Uh, and you can see them in the front yard. Uh, you can see one of them at the front door knocking. Uh, one of them is uh, in the front yard also kind of looking and, and chuckling at the cats that are all over the place. I'm going to have thought about maybe the cats need some food. Okay. So I'll bring... I'll bring a, a bottle of milk and a couple of saucers. Okay. Um, and as I... As I get there and I wave at the police as I'm coming up. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm the one who called. All right. Uh, so, yeah. And as you're approaching to the house, so you're approaching the, uh, the picket fence and stuff, the two police officers are uh, walking towards the fence as well, away from the house, uh, towards their uh, car that mm -hmm. is parked on the curb right in front of the house. All right. Uh, good evening. Good evening. Um, I'm the concerned neighbor. I called. Uh, he's not answering. Uh, were you able to gain access to the house? Uh, no, sir. Uh, but yes, he, he's not answering. Uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll take this down. And uh, unfortunately, there's nothing that we can do at this time. He needs to, uh, there needs to be a record of him, um, uh, you know, being unresponsive for a certain amount of time before we can uh do anything but uh we're, we'll we'll start the paperwork and and uh get that logged and uh keep you informed if we uh hear anything different well i'm i'm more concerned that he could be lying on the floor inside the house yeah i'm so sorry there's just there's nothing that we can do at this time but we appreciate uh your information your you know your concern um he could just be out of town uh what do you know about uh about mr porter I don't know. Uh, he's a uh, uh, professor at Miskatonic. Uh, I tried calling over there, but they were 
administration offices were closed. So oh, sure. yeah. I, mm-hmm. I can call again in the morning. Um, they would know if he was out of town. Of course, I mean, nothing malicious. Uh, uh, had I gained access to the house, I would simply have seen if he was there and, and, uh, and then left. Oh, um, yes. Well, we, we appreciate your concern. There, there's no need for you to, to, uh, to break into his home. Well, let me, uh, let me feed the cats. Uh, I oh, brought them some sure. milk. They seem to be wanting food, I think. Oh, yeah. He seems to have quite a few cats. but yeah, I've that's... never seen these cats here before, though. It's very strange. Yeah, well, yeah. That, we... That's that's kind of why I thought perhaps there was a smell that they could smell. Yeah, and and the cops are like, yeah, no, I I don't pick up anything. Everything seems fine. Cats can be much more sensitive. But, uh, all right, thank you very much, officer. Um, uh, I'll I'll keep you informed too if if something happens. You please do that, and they they tip their hats thank and thank you for coming. and uh, and they you know write a few things down. They get your name and everything, and they start a uh, they start an incident report, and uh, they're gonna drive back to the uh, precinct and file it. What uh, what time useless. is what time <laughs> of, <laughs> what time uh, in the evening is it? Say about seven o'clock. Okay, um, and I will once I will put down. I brought some saucers. And, I pour the milk into it. Do the cats react? They do not. Um, uh, so a few of them turn their heads and see the milk, and uh, and then they they return to their uh, uh, vigilance of vigilance. watching the house. Uh, by the way, um, in the time that you've been gone and came back, there's now sixteen cats in the front yard. And and I, I try putting one of the saucers in front of one of the cats and pour some milk into anything. Uh, yeah, the cat just kind of, you know, moves its feet a little bit, like it's getting real comfortable, and then, uh, you know, cranes its neck and then uh, returns to its vigilance of watching the house. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Uh, cat not wanting cream. Um, very strange something very strange is going on here i'm going to um i'm i'm at this point going to pick up my my saucers and uh i'm going to walk back home and wonder if i've ever read anything about cats behaving in this manner and i've read a lot of very strange books (laughs) Uh, all right. Um, tell you what. Um, well, what do you mean by very strange? Do you have uh, Cthulhu mythos? Probably not. Okay. Um, um, so you can give me. Um, you can give me a history roll if you'd like. Okay. Fifty-five. Uh, 55 out of 60. So that is a regular pass. Um, you recall maybe something about, uh, Egyptian lore of, uh, guardian cats, but, um, that information is, uh, more of a, uh, 
categorized more as a fairy tale and there is a mythology that just isn't a lot of information on it as far as uh, what would be the uh, behavioral habits of a guardian cat so oh, i will yeah i will uh, consider these things and i will check in the morning uh, uh, but it troubles me I, I hope he's not injured or or god forbid dead but he is an old man so it wouldn't be that unusual i'll check in the morning with the university okay uh all right it is the uh, it's morning now it's the uh first tuesday all right i have my breakfast um do up the dishes um, clean myself up and then at 8 30 i leave and i walk wondering if i'm going to see another dozen cats <laughs> um, I'm, looking, I'm gonna look around too to see if i see any of the usual neighbor cats that are here and there throughout the town um the normal cats that you're kind of familiar with you know maybe uh, uh mrs howard's uh two cats or tabby um, yeah they're in uh porter's yard in fact there's now um 24 cats in the front yard that you can see 24 cats sitting quietly prim and proper chin up looking at the house well this is extreme strange um i'll i'll walk by and i'll go to work um once i'm there and once i've tidied up might skip dusting um i'm going to make some phone calls um perhaps i have a friend or i know people that i just chit chat with um maybe somebody who's got some occult i actually have quite a bit of occult but okay. uh well, and you have a pretty well-stocked private library, <laughs> so. Um, and there's oh, there's a whole department at the Miskatonic. Uh, sure. Deals with the occult. Um, it's such an unusual event. Uh, it it must be. It, 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 I have no explanation for it. So first, I'll call the university and see if Professor. Um, Professor Wilhelm has any scheduled classes or if he continues to work there. Okay. Uh, so you call the university and the uh, the uh, operator uh, redirects you to the uh, Department of Anthropology mm -hmm. and a, uh, a voice, a young woman's voice uh, answers and says, uh, Department of Anthropology, Dr. Haig's office, how can I help you? uh hello uh this is um the hell's my name <laughs> everett cole <laughs> everett cole hi uh, good, good morning this is everett cole uh i was wondering if professor wilhelm porter uh still works at the university in your department oh um hold on just for a second and uh the line is uh put on a on like a hold and uh 
you can hear a beep as the the line reconnects and then a uh, a gentleman with a deeper voice answers says uh dr haig uh, hello dr haig um uh, I don't believe uh, we've ever met. My name is Everett Cole. Um, I am a neighbor of Professor Wilhelm Porter. Uh, does he still work at the university? I'm, I'm sorry, uh, why are you calling? I'm calling because I'm afraid uh, his, uh, I haven't seen him for a while, his home, uh, I, I want to make sure that he is not in his home injured or uh, ill. Uh, mm. Nobody, he hasn't picked up his mail in, in weeks. Oh, well, that, okay. Yeah, I guess I would explain it. I, um, uh, well, I, uh, I regret to inform you that uh, that Professor Porter is uh, is no longer employed at the uh, university. Oh, um, he uh, he retired, um, and I I do have uh, two boxes of uh, of personal belongings of his that I was hoping he would come and pick up, but uh, he hasn't been responding. I I assume that. Uh, he may be traveling. Are you sure he's uh, at home? He, we uh, we he, don't know. I, I actually called the police, um, and they they didn't want to uh, break into his house. Um, yes, well, there's uh, a there's a great many cats in the yard. It's very strange. Oh, it, it is odd. I I don't know anything about cats. I I uh, Professor Porter. Um, Yes, I, I, I've been trying to reach him. I, I have these uh, uh, belongings of his, uh, but, uh, but if he doesn't uh, respond, um, I, I really I have no choice but to, uh, to donate them. Um, well, what sort of things does he have? Oh, it's just a couple of boxes of personal possessions, things of his, but um, really I, it's, I'm getting ready to, uh, to, to have them taken out. Any, any books? Well, yes, there there are some books. Yes, I'm actually a book collector, and I'm his neighbor. Uh, uh, would you mind if I came and collected them? I'll make sure that they get into his hands at least. Honestly, I I really don't care. You, if you can you can take these, and if you want to store them, and then when he comes home, uh, uh, do the neighborly thing and give it to him. That that's fine by me. What uh, what building are you in? What uh, if I come over to the university? on lunch break can i uh oh yeah we're we're in the anthropology department it's uh it's the uh the h west building it's uh fine yeah you'll you'll find it and uh it's it's they're in your office uh yes all right uh thank you very much uh i will see you at noon thank you mr cole i'll see you then okay Bye. <sighs> Well, I don't want him to throw his things out. Uh, I will definitely collect them and give them to Mr. Uh, professor Porter. Do we still call him Professor if he's no longer employed as a professor? I would call him Professor. It's polite. Um, it's polite. It's certainly a, a, a title he has earned. Uh, yes. Um, hmm. Perhaps there's some clues as to what he's been researching lately. 
we shall see. And so I, I, uh, I continue with what I normally do in the morning at the office and I'm very eager. So I think maybe at 11.30, I will close up shop. And uh, it's probably three or four blocks. I don't have my map out, but I will uh, walk over to the university. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it, yeah, it takes, you know, 15, 20 minutes to, uh, to get to the university and, uh, uh, you thread your way through the campus until you find the, uh, archeology span department. Uh, and, uh, it's a, you know, much like many of the buildings on campus, it's a, a marble, uh, building. And, uh, so you go up to the, uh, to the third floor. And uh, there is a uh, office for a Dr. Haig. Uh, you go inside, and there's like a reception area. There Secretary. is a young woman. There's a young woman there, and and uh, as you come in, uh, she stands and and uh, questions and says, uh, uh, "Mr. Cole." Yes. Good afternoon. I I spoke with you on the phone first. Yes, um, yes. And she seems to be a, a bright young woman. And she says, uh, right this way, uh, Dr. Haig is expecting you. Excellent. And uh, she crosses the room and opens up an adjoining door. And inside you see an older man uh, with salt and pepper hair. Um, and he stands up and starts crossing the room, hand extended to greet you. Uh, good uh, afternoon. Uh, I hope I'm not uh, interrupting your lunch at all. Oh, no. Nah. Not at all. Don't be silly. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, uh, it's uh, it's just a shame, but uh, I really do appreciate you taking this off my hands. All right. Is there? Um, uh, would you mind if I asked a few questions? Though, um, it, it was the professor often going on voyages or or leaving or? Have you known him to be pretty much sentient and staying here? I mean, he is a, or was a uh, uh, professor of anthropology. And so he has spent uh, probably half his life either in the field and the other half uh, in, a, in a classroom. So um, I, I don't put it past uh, Wilhelm to have uh, picked up and taken off. He, Wilhelm was... Uh, he was always a bit of an odd duck. You know, he was always full of facts, but uh, uh, kind of empty on personality. Hmm. Uh, his wife, his late wife, Ophelia, uh, she more than made up for William's lack of interpersonal skills, if you know what I mean. But uh, when she passed away, I think the best part of Wilhelm went with her. Well, that's a shame. But, yeah, well, uh, poor, uh, you know, Wilhelm was always the professor that... Uh, the students uh, never really wanted to to have that class, so I think his uh, his gruff personality just it made it untenable. So uh, made more for archaeology than for than for teaching or yes. anthropology. Yes, quite so, quite so. Well, let's see what we've got here. Uh, are there how many boxes? Uh, two boxes. Uh, do you need uh, any help? Well, that would be that would be quite nice. I, I'm actually going to have to um, get a taxi then. 
uh, I, I simply walked uh, from oh, home. Oh, well, no problem. Hold on just for a second. Uh, and then uh, um, uh, he introduced himself as Alvin, Dr. Alvin Haig. Um, and so Alvin walks to the door and says, uh, Karen, if you would uh, get a couple of uh, uh, grad students up here, um, somebody with a, with a car, if you would, please. Uh, oh, that's right away, fine. right away, doctor. And uh, in in just a few minutes, uh, two young strapping young men uh, show up, and uh, they're able to heft each box, one with each box, and uh, take it down. They they have a car, and uh, they say, uh, "Where to, sir?" Well, thank you very much. You're very kind. Um, uh, uh, we're let's uh, go to my shop. We'll uh, we'll take this up there. Fantastic. And uh, so they drive you back to your shop and uh, bring the boxes in and place them on the counter and they bid adieu. Well, and I, uh, I give them each quarter. Oh, well, please, we, we can't. Uh, it was our pleasure. Oh, well, of course you can. Uh, you, you know, you can't. You're, you're college boys. You, you need some extra money. <laughs> oh, they, they, they smile and then uh, uh, quietly accept the money, pocket it, and then say goodbye. Thank you. Ooh. Excellent. Uh, so yeah, you start going through these boxes. Yes. Uh, okay. So you. I moved them uh, to the back. So. Okay. I can I can do it back there. Sure. All right. Yeah. You take them to the to the back. We've got a little privacy and whatnot. Uh, okay. So you kind of start unpacking these things, really. Um, so in uh, one box, you find some uh, wrapped in newspaper, uh, some clay pottery. Uh, you also find uh, kind of bundled up in newspaper, um, a, a couple of uh, small bronze uh, Buddha statues. Uh, you find a, a folded up a uh, piece of silk very colorful uh silk it looks like a uh almost like a long scarf uh but uh, uh it seems like it's you know uh, uh some sort of regional uh piece uh you find um, a small box uh inside has uh some jewelry um you know, a few plain uh, rings, um, a couple of uh, studded earrings, and there's one necklace uh, that has a um, it has a charm on it that looks like a, uh, a like a drop of water. Okay, well, um, made out of stone, a blue stone, or that looks like a drop of water. It is, uh, it's actually, um, uh, it's silver, silver. Okay. Um, and then, uh, in the, uh, and then laying on top of that box that you unpacked mm -hmm. is actually a bronze sword. Bronze sword. Do you have archaeology? Uh, let's see. 
Uh, I do not. Okay. The archaeology. I do have a praise. You can give me an appraise. I got a 10 out of 55, so that is an extreme. The um, So you kind of appraise uh, the lot, and uh, it looks like the necklace with the, uh, the, the, the teardrop-shaped mm-hmm. charm, uh, it looks quite precious, and the sword looks uh, extremely valuable. Uh, it does the sword does have some um uh, etchings and and illustrations on the uh, pommel uh as well as some decorations on the hilt that includes a character uh but it's not of a character that you recognize uh you can give me a history roll you have quite a few languages. Um, uh, history. I got 17 out of 60, so that is a hard. You are very confident that as a collection, these artifacts are Tibetan in origin. Hmm. Very um, And then in the other box, um, you find several copies. Uh, you know, Dr. Haig had mentioned books. Well, the second box has books, but they're all the same book, just multiple copies of it. And it is a book titled Tibet, The Culture and Religion, written by Dr. Wilhelm Porter. Okay, so they're copies of his own book. Probably copies for of his, his own book. Probably for his classes. Um, is there anything else in the second book box? Just the no, books. Just the okay. books. Just multiple copies of the book. Okay. Well, I'm I sort of half imagine that the jewelry probably might be his wife's jewelry. So I'm just going to carefully put everything back. And um, I might take one of the books just to peruse through it this evening. Or I, I can begin right now because I still have half a day um, at work and very little to do. Um, okay. So I will uh, put these things on the floor behind the counter. I know where they are. Um, and I will sit behind the counter and I will look through uh, the book, Tibet. Okay. Uh, give me a read English roll. Read English? English. It's written in English. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a classroom book, right? It's, a, it's right. a school book. I got a 32 out of 30 uh, out of 70. So that's a hard. Okay. Um, I hope that I can read. <laughs> I would assume so. Considering I'm a book dealer. Um, so skimming through the book, um, you find that this book, uh, covers, uh, quite a few, um, topics, uh, Tibetan, uh, culture, you know, topics, uh, you know, centering around Tibetan culture and the Tibetan religion. Um, and something that, um, 
kind of catches your attention uh, in this initial skim is um, he even has uh, Professor Porter has a section on uh, the uh, Tibetan Buddhism practice of lucid dreaming. Hmm. Um, and there seems to be something about uh, Tibetan dream warriors. Uh, but it, it seems like it's, it would be interesting um, and that um, uh, that all seems to be centered around something called dream yoga. Uh, but uh, uh, it seems like you might need to do uh, additional research uh on that a deeper read so the idea um, that one can move into the dreams and uh that's an old idea um it's almost prevalent as you know summoning angels and doing other things like that it's all occult um give me a give me a luck roll please 33. What's my luck? Oh, uh, yeah, that passes. Okay. Uh, you earn $20. Ooh. $35 in two days. Yay. <laughs> I don't have to sell my house. Um, you don't have very many sales but when you do they typically are uh worth the wait oh yeah and sometimes i there's not even anybody there it's something that somebody's ordered and i found i received payment for it um so at the end of the day i will follow my usual procedure of locking up and uh, depositing the money in my safe and I will bring this book home. Is this a large book, a fat book, or? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a textbook. So you might uh, compare it to um, our Call of Cthulhu Keeper rule book, okay. right? So same kind of uh, uh, scale, size, and thickness. You know, it's a it's a university textbook. Okay. Um, I will bring one of these home with me. Um, okay so tucked under my arm sure as i'm walking and as i are all the art are all the artifacts other artifacts staying at the office they're, they're staying at the office okay um yeah i don't want to carry boxes or stuff with me um they're perfectly safe there uh so as i'm walking by professor porter's house is it exactly what I expect? More cats? More cats. You do a quick head count. There are now 31 cats just in the front yard. Wow. And again, sitting silently, prim, proper, feet together, back up, chin up, looking at the house. Well, all right. So I walk by very, very, very strange. Uh, they can't have eaten. They must be very hungry now. Uh, I'm going to go back to my uh, house 
And is there perhaps somebody that I know uh, who is like into the occult to the point where I can consult with them, I can talk to them about these very strange goings on? Uh, yeah, you have a friend like that. Uh, give me a luck roll. Yeah, I'll you okay. I keep thinking I have to look, check to see if it's a hard or an extreme, but you don't do that on luck. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, so it was a pass? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you do have a friend in Boston. Uh, Sam Waterford. Sam, how are you? Everett, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Sam, uh, we go, we do the nice of these, and then I'm like, sure. Sam, yeah, yeah. I have a really weird thing going on in my neighborhood that I can't explain in any manner other than something supernatural going on weird okay there is a professor of anthropology uh who lives down the street from me and no one's seen him for a few days he's missing um his house is completely surrounded by cats i counted 31 of them this morning and 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 with each hour more cats show up they won't eat uh, they they sit in a circle around his house, staring at his house. If I go up onto the porch and I try to open the door, they attack me. Uh, what? They, 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 they bounce off the house and against me like they're trying to push me away from the house. Um, they bat at me with their little paws. They don't try to hurt me, but they don't want me to go inside the doors are locked it's it's so bizarre oh this is very weird I, i've never heard of anything like this i'm i'm quite concerned that the professor might be in there injured or dead i don't know if cats are attracted by the smell of dead people or but it's so strange I've tried feeding the cats. They won't eat. Wow. Uh, okay. The professor was, uh, I, I believe, teaching classes on uh, Tibet. Um, and he has a number of Tibetan artifacts here. A sword and some jewelry and uh, some rings and things like that. Some pottery, some little statues of Buddha, I believe. Wow. Okay. Listen. Um, uh, let me uh, let me take care of a couple of things here, and um, and I'll drive up tonight if 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 you'll have me, and we can go check that out. That's well, an hour and a half drive. Uh, are you sure? Uh, you can <laughs> certainly stay here. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Let me uh, let me get some things uh, put away here. I'll probably be there in about uh, two, maybe two and a half hours. Right. Um. Thank you, Sam. Yes, I'll. Uh, it should be about uh, 
dinner time. Uh, let's say, um, uh, well, it's actually it's almost dinner time. So yeah, uh, I'll I'll make sure I have something to feed you when you get here. If you drive out. Oh, I'll I'll eat ahead of time. All right, all right. Well, I'll make up the I'll make up the guest room for you. Fantastic. All right. So it'll probably be after nine by the time he gets there. Sure. Uh, what do you want to do while you're waiting for Sam? Well, I will sit here and I will continue to read through the book, um, maybe okay. a little more in depth. Um, I'll read about this. The only thing in here that seems to be uh, of a cult in nature or anything similar would be this whole dreaming thing. Um, uh, and of course, there's a religion and everything else, but it's complicated. And uh, I know a little bit about Buddhism and stuff like that, but in this case, it's Tibetan Buddhism. Um, I'll, I'll stick with the dream stuff. I'll read on that. Go ahead and give me another uh, read English, but because now you have a focus on what you're going after, give this read English roll with a bonus die. Okay, well, then I got an 09, uh, which is. Uh, are uh, uh, extreme. Okay. So what you discover, because uh, there are also some illustrations in the book. Um, and so you see an illustration about this, uh, this figure, this character uh, called uh, Salge Dudalma, S-A-L-G-Y-E, Salge Du. And then Dalma, D-A-L-M-A, Salge Dudalma. You find um, uh, a little bit of information about this Salge Dudalma uh, and that she is a guardian of sleep. And uh, her tears, uh, which is known as, and, and there's an icon for her tears known as a tingle, which so it looks like a teardrop. And her tears can uh, be used to restore a troubled sleeper. Um, you learn more about uh, the Tibetan dream warriors are uh, basically like this uh, uh, elite uh, guardians uh, that serve Salge Dudama. And, uh, and uh, uh, these dream warriors, they would enter dreams with their blessed swords to defend dreamers from uh nightmares mm. um and so to enter into lucid sleep the tibetan dreamer would per, uh, perform a sleep ritual uh that involved a singing bowl okay. as they performed um dream yoga so through the use of dream yoga and the singing bowl, you can uh, enter a lucid dream state. There wasn't a singing bowl in the, uh, in the box. There was not a singing bowl in the box. I'm, uh, if I have the time, I think what I will do is I will catch a calf to work so the the time it took you to read this mm -hmm. was the the time it took for sam to travel and so as you finally like gather all this information 
there's a knock at your door. Ah, okay. Uh, and I open the door. Sam, please. Hello. Everett, great to see yeah. you again. I'm inside. So what's going on? Well, uh, you know, have a seat. Can I get you something to drink, some water? Sure, uh, coffee. Great. Coffee. All right. Well, it's quite fascinating. Here's the textbook that uh, the professor, I've, I've got one of these. Uh, and I, I explained to him about going to the university and getting the box of stuff. Um, I was thinking that we can walk down the street to the, uh, the house so that you can see what I'm talking about. And then we can go on from there to my shop and get these items. Um, they now seem to be correlating uh, to something in this book. Uh, there was a necklace that has a tear-shaped uh, uh, pendant on it, uh, which it talks about in the book, see right here in the book. Uh, and uh, there was a sword, which is also described here. These are some sort of dream warrior items. Fascinating. I'm but just wondering if perhaps he is, I don't know whether we should break into the house or not. Um, well, Everett, old boy, I will support uh, whatever uh, avenue you wish to take. Well, let's have a look at everything first. Um, let's do that. I mean, we can, at the, the, we're, we're not, as I, as I told the police earlier, we're not being malicious in any way. We're just concerned for the old man. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. We'll pay for a broken lock. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, let's take a walk outside. All right. And it's so, at about nine o'clock. Yeah, now it's probably closer to 9.30 as you're right. kind of getting him up to speed and finished your coffee and whatnot. Uh, and it's uh, it's getting a little cool. You know, the the uh, heat of the day is uh, uh, evaporating. So you uh, walk up the block and um, it's pretty dark over in that area. Uh, and so as you approach, you can see even more cats and again deadly silent and now after a quick head count there are 40 cats just in the front yard 40 cats sitting there silently looking at the front door look at this my god i've never seen anything like this and they don't seem to interact either unless you walk up to the door that's here, bizarre. I'll, here I'll, I'll show you. Okay, um, so uh, Sam will stay back as you approach the door. Uh, yes, I'll I'll approach the door, and you know I, I show him my hands, and it's when I reach for the doorknob and start and turning it that I'm suddenly mobbed. Yeah, <laughs> the cats, forty cats swarm, and now it is. Give me a dex roll. Nine, uh, 59 out of 60 so i just barely keep you, from getting thrown off you actually have to put one leg back to act as a brace to present to prevent yourself from being pushed back just even though these cats are all really small and each one of them is maybe 
you know, four to five pounds, there's 40 of them continually, you know, rushing their way through silently, you know, rebounding their bodies off the, uh, the door frame and the door to bounce, to physically kind of tackle into you. And uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're buffeting into your legs and Sam is, is back behind you going, good heavens. Did you see? That's remarkable. I'm actually not sure how we could get in. And so then as you step back, uh, the cats retreat and go back into their positions. I, I've never seen anything like it. In fact, at this point, it is so bizarre. I'd like you to make a sand roll. Uh, 74 is not fast. Lose one. Right. You're a little shaken at how coordinated 40 silent cats are. Oh, geez. I just realized I was writing on Zeno. <laughs> don't want to write on Zeno. All right. Um, I'm like, isn't that the strangest thing you've ever seen? I'm glad you called me. I've never seen anything like it. This is this is highly unusual. How how can it not be supernatural? What would cause cats to to forego their own instinctual behaviors? This is remarkable. And and Sam has like a small uh, notepad, and he's he's with a pencil scratching down some notes. Well, let's go on to my shop, and I'll show you the artifacts that we got. Okay. I know they're valuable. I just don't know. I they perhaps well they are Tibetan, so it's very interesting. All right, so we'll walk on. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you make it uh, to your shop and uh, and go inside, and there in the back uh, is the bronze sword, the necklace with the tingle, the teardrop shape on it, uh, and the other uh, different artifacts. There you see all of these things. Is there anything written on the teardrop-shaped pendant? No. Nothing. It's just smooth and teardrop. Smooth, uh, silver uh, teardrop on the necklace. What do you make of these things? Beautiful craftsmanship. Um, I've never seen anything uh, quite like it before. Incredibly rare. It must be worth... Um, uh, a, a, it would be worth a fair bit on auction. I can tell you that for sure. Um, I'm going to pull the sword out of the, the sheath okay. to take a look at it. It glows blue because there are orcs nearby. No. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll call it Sting. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a bronze sword. It, a little patinaed, a little patinaed due to its age, but it's you know in remarkably great shape. You think? Um, do you think bronze age, or do you think it's uh, modern, made of bronze, well, at least more modern than bronze age? It certainly looks old to me. Um. Well, let's take these things back to, now that I've got you here. We don't need to bring all the books, but we can bring these things back to my house. 
perhaps the uh, book will give us more insight into what these actually are or how they well, work. If they... Why don't we just carry the, the tingle and the sword? If you wanted to bring everything, you should have told me I would have driven us here. Oh. I like the nighttime walking. It's, uh, what about the silk here? Do you think this is important? Don't they... Uh... Mm, hard to tell. It looks, it looks like a like a headdress of some sort. Well, and then there's these. Uh, let's say we look at the clay pottery and the uh, the little Buddhas. Do they seem important or just trinkets? They seem decorative. All right. Well, let's bring the necklace and the sword. Those seem to be the most important things. Okay. Um. I can, you know, carry the necklace in my pocket if you'd yeah. like, or carry the sword. All right. Uh, and then as we walk past the house once again, uh, more cats. <laughs> there are more cats. Yeah. So you do another head count. There's 47 cats in the front yard. Cats. They're going to run out of room soon. It's now uh, easily uh, ten fifteen. Mm -hmm. So, what do you make of it? Can you think of anything that any kind of witches curse or angels I'm, blessing? I'm, that we I'm as taken aback as you. I, I have no idea. But what's this? what's the play here? What are we going to do? I, I don't know. Um, Let's look quickly in the book and see if there's anything on cats. Okay, let's do that. Uh, you can give me so you're heading to your house, right? Correct. You can give me a spot hidden as you're as you're walking away. Okay. A spot hidden. Uh, I got sixty four out of fifty. Now I'm not going to spend the money. Spend the money. I mean, spend that. Spend that. Spend the luck. All right. Uh, so you guys head back to the house, and uh, and so you've got um, uh, Professor Porter's book. Give me a read English roll. Forty-one. Uh, that is just regular. Okay. You. Uh, feel like you've done a really thorough skim through the book using the index, checking the different uh, chap, you know, going more th thoroughly through the uh, through the dream, uh, the lucid dreaming stuff, and uh, you find no mention uh, about cats uh, in any manner whatsoever. All right, so nothing in here. Can you think of any association between cats and dreaming or dreams or the occult dreams? I think we need to break into that house, but I don't know how we're going to do it with all those cats. Um, I can't think of anything. I don't think we can climb through the windows. I wonder he, if there's was he, there a basement looked, door in the bed? You uh, no, you didn't see a basement. It looked like the house was sitting on a slab. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, Sam glances at the uh, bronze sword and he says, uh, "He goes, 
give me a lever large enough. Oh, but would, we wouldn't want to damage the sword in any way. Well, do you have a better idea? I think I have a crowbar. Give I'm me a luck roll. Uh, 14. You do have a crowbar. I do have a crowbar. Um, so how do we do this? We need to distract the cats at the same time that we break open the door. It's, it's, it's 10.30. It'll be 11 o'clock by the time we get there. Um, let's do it. At the very worst, we're trying to find out if the old man is hurt. All right. So what time is it as you're leaving the house? Probably about 10.45. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you leave the house. It's a quarter to 11. Uh, give me a spot hidden. Ninety-six. So I don't spot anything. All right. So you approach the house, and it's really dark. So you have a hard time getting an accurate head count, but you feel like there's easily north of fifty cats in the front yard. Okay. Let's uh, let's go around to the back. Okay. And again, north of 50 cats in the backyard, right? So, I mean, they're all over this place. Um, so who has what? What do you guys have with you? I just crowbar. have a crowbar, right? Only the crowbar. Correct. Okay. Um, all right. So you, uh, Sam is like, all right, um, I could kick him. Just see if you can block them. They'll probably hit you, but uh, it's just going to take a moment to. Uh... They seem to do it when I fiddled with the with the uh, the handle. So maybe if I just don't touch the handle, and I jam the, uh, they won't even understand what it is that I'm doing. Um, yeah, if they understand so anything at all. Yeah, you're trying to use the uh, the crowbar to to. Jimmy the lock. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it between the uh, the door frame okay. and the, the door. So yeah, Sam uh, squats down and is facing away from the house, and he's got his arms out like he's you know being a, a hockey goalkeeper, mm -hmm. and uh, and so you go up to the door with your crowbar and and try and very quickly, the... yeah. Okay. Um, well, so with speed, then instead of being careful, give me a strength roll with a penalty die. Uh, but as you jam that uh, bar in to start doing it, uh, Sam gets plowed by these cats. He gets knocked on his ass as they're just running on top of him. Okay. And they're doing the same thing, bouncing off the uh, door and, and, and repelling away. How'd your strength roll go? I failed in both rolls. So. Okay. Yeah, so you're trying to get it in there, but you're 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 not going carefully enough. You're trying to go fast, and so you're just not getting purchase. You can't get it jammed in there. Okay. And now I'm probably being hit by a bunch of cats. And you are also being buffeted by cats. Yes, kitties. We just want inside to make sure he's okay. They continue. Um, I'm going to try to shoulder the door. 
All right. This I'm sounds like a push. Strong. <laughs> this sounds like a pushed roll to me. I'm gonna try to push the roll. All right. So give me a strength roll. There'll be no luck spend on this. Oh, eight. No way. Yep. All right. Uh, you go to shoulder the door. The cats are buffeting, but um, you give it the old college try. Um, you, you find some some source of strength within you that you haven't had in a while. And uh, bam, that you pop the lock and the door swings open. And as soon as the door swings open, the cats retreat. They back up. Hmm. That's and Sam is standing up, brushing himself off. You can see little kitty prints all over him. He's like, good gravy. I'll go inside quickly. And, okay. Uh, as he steps inside, I close the door. And of okay. course, now there's no way to keep it closed. So I... Right. Yeah, you push the door and then it goes closed, but then it just kind of, it swings only about two inches and then I, it stays I... there. It stays there at the two inch mark. All right. Well, I don't want the cats to come inside. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to close it and I'm going to take the crowbar and just sort of lean it on the door so that it keeps the door closed. There's a kitchen counter. So you come in through the back door, you're in right. the kitchen. Okay. Um, there's a kitchen counter right there by the door. So you mm -hmm. can lay it on the counter and have have the like the hooked in uh pushed up against the door so there's enough okay. of a of a of a strength on that that it'll hold it just fine any smell um no there's no smell okay so no dead body thank god um, um there is you can notice so uh do you turn on any lights yeah i'll turn the lights on okay electricity is working so you turn on the lights but uh you know it's not like he's got uh, halogen bulbs, right? So sure. it's a it's a super dull yellow, but uh, you can see a kitchen. There's a few uh, old. If there is a smell, there there's a smell from the sink, as there seems to be some like really old uh, uh, crumbs of food, you know, uh, on in plates in the sink. Just want um, to make sure there's no dead body smell. <laughs> no dead body smell, uh, but there is there is. Uh, like two inches of white wispy fog curling around on the floor on the floor it's very strange um, from the kitchen there's an open so no door there's just an opening that leads uh towards the front of the house all right um let me check um professor porter professor porter are you here and I'm going to start moving around the house. Okay. There's no answer to your call. As you step out of the kitchen, um, the opening goes immediately into a hallway that runs to your left. Um, to your right is a door right there. And then there's another opening in front of you that you, you know, it's a very simple uh, house floor plan. And you know, if you were to step forward, you would be in the front living room at the front of the house. Okay. Uh, I'll do that just to see if, if I'm looking for a body. Okay. I'm looking for somebody asleep in a chair. You step forward into the living room and uh, Professor Porter seemed to have been a bit of a hoarder. There's piles of newspapers. There's piles of his book that you've been looking at uh, in your own home. He has several boxes of this book uh, in here. 
um, uh, again, there's there's a two inches of this white mist that just is kind of curling and rolling on the floor. Hmm. I'm wondering if, and I don't smell anything, so it's like not a gas. Or, I, I'm kind of imagining the way you're saying it. It's like it's as if there was it was a, a Halloween dry ice the sort of clouds along yes. the floor. Yes. All right. Very good. Um, is it cold in here? I mean, it's a it's warm summer night. Yeah, no. It's uh, ambient temperature. It's not hot or cold. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to worry too much about that at the moment. It's a little weird and disturbing, but um, I want to see if he's in here. That's my chief concern. Okay. So if he's not in the living room, then I'll start down the hall. I don't see him in here anywhere, Sam. Uh, I'm yeah, going to go down I... and check the bedrooms. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm right here with you. I'm coming with you. What do you think this fog on the floor is? It's very strange. It's the damnedest thing. You know, as your feet walk through it, 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 it clears away. So you can see the, the carpet runner and all that, that you're walking on, but it, uh, it backfills behind you just as soon as you walk through it, you know? So you're just kind of walking through this mist. Um, and uh, so there's one door at the end of this little hallway Right. And um, uh, I assume that you checked the other door that was by the kitchen. Yeah. And that was a bathroom. There was a okay. small, uh, you know, little three piece bathroom um, with a tiny window up high looking out one side of the house. Right. So you walk down this short hallway. There's just a single door at the end of that hallway. Right. Uh, and the door is closed. Closed. Um, I'll knock on the door. Uh, Professor Porter, are you all right? And I'll open up the door. Okay. You open up the door and this room is filled three feet high with white mist. And uh, a lot of that mist kind of starts kind of slowly cascading and falling out. Um, and you can see in this room, which is a bedroom, uh, you can see uh, a headboard and the mist is uh, is right up to the top of the mattress and there's a large lump covered by uh, blankets on the bed there's a tall dresser off to one side and you can see a side table with a lamp uh over there by the uh by the bed oh. uh, and yeah and you can't see anything the mist is so thick now and deep in this room you can't see anything from your knees down Really oh, from, Sam, it's from uh, mid thigh down. The uh, the mist is coming from the bedroom. It's it's filled with it. Sam is right there behind you, right next to you. He's like, "Oh my God, what is this?" And I I point at the lump in the bed. Um, and Sam starts walking forward to go check it out. I'm going to go to the lamp and turn it on. Is it on or it's not on? Uh, it's not on. I'll go to the lamp and I'll flip it on so that we can okay. see what the lamp is on the bed. You 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 pull on the drawstring and the light has that momentary like flash and then pops, and so you're plunged in darkness still. Oh. But there was that momentary flash, and you did the light, and then Sam pulled back the covers, and as he pulled back the covers, you see the corpse 
of Wilhelm Porter as he's sitting there and you can see um, uh, most of his right torso, his entire right leg and portions of his right arm seem to have been eaten. You see what, what looks like bite marks. And then also his entire corpse seems to be covered in a thick jelly. Um, so he's almost like preserved inside this jelly. Make a sand roll, please. Oh, five. But that doesn't seem right. <laughs> you will lose. You will lose one um, for having a successful sand roll. And as you're looking at uh, uh, Wilhelm, and he has this look of horror on his face. Um, as you went over to do the lamp, your foot kicked something metallic on the floor, but you can't see it because it's buried in this mist, but your foot went tink against something metallic. And just as you're looking at Wilhelm, you start seeing like a kaleidoscope of lighting in the room, you know, kind of off in your peripheral vision. And and so something is lighting up the room and it and it's a flashing of multiple colors. And as you start to turn, um, something huge coalesces. It's standing on the bed. Oh, my. And this creature, which seems to be comprised of, of tubules of light that are uh, curling and folding and unfolding upon itself, um, uh, this 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 thing, this large creature, it takes a paw and it swipes out, and you can see as it swipes out, it removes Sam's head. Make another sand roll. Oh my god! What are you doing? Apparently, I've got a constitution on me. Lose one for seeing. Uh, lose two. For seeing your close personal friend decapitated, his torso, the the air that was remaining in his lungs is burbling and bubbling the blood that's just pooling and pumping out of his throat as his head disappears and falls on the floor in the mist. And the creature, uh, uh, you know, puts a paw on Sam's corpse and just holds it down on the bed. His blood is just pouring out on the covers and the creature just kind of looks at you as the creature you know puts its entire body on top of uh of sam's corpse and is protecting it as it looks at you i am bolting for the door okay um yeah you bolt and run and where do you run to uh i am running right to the back door and opening it up, I'm grabbing the, the crowbar and I'm running out. Okay. Running. You are fleeing. I'm fleeing. I'm running home. Okay. Uh, I. Uh, you see Sam's car parked on the street in front of your house. I, uh, I probably don't stop till I get inside my house. And then I... I I'm breathing hard and I'm terrified and I'm trying to conceive of what it is that I saw. Oh, 
and gained I, five sanity points or uh, five Cthulhu Mythos points. And, and you uh, and you can make a Cthulhu Mythos roll. Is there is there some sort of of uh, animalistic knowledge, inherent knowledge, uh, inbred in humanity that's been unlocked by seeing this thing? Yeah, I I don't pass. Yeah, I wouldn't um, think so. You never know. You could have rolled a one. I'd 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 have a better chance of of gaining that information than I would to run around the rings of Saturn. Um, but <laughs> anyways. Uh, as I'm standing there and I'm like, I, I can't believe what just happened. My friend, is he really dead? A am I hallucinating? And I see this sword and I'm like, I'm going to kill that thing, whatever it is. It has to be stopped or it'll destroy, it'll kill people. So I'm going to grab the sword and okay. I'm going to go back bravely. All right. In terror. <laughs> In brave, brave terror. Okay. Uh, you head back with the sword in hand. How did the cats react when I came out of the house and left the door open? Um, they don't even pay attention to you. You ran screaming from the house. They were still in their little seated positions. All right. Maybe I'll put the um, necklace on as well. Okay. That seems to be part of this whole thing all right so you put the necklace with the tingle on and you have the bronze sword and you go back to the house yeah can't okay. believe that i'm i'm doing this um i will step into the house all right in hand. uh since the back door is already unlocked are you entering from the back door yeah okay you have sword in hand uh, as you're approaching the house, you're in the backyard, you're approaching the door, uh, you notice movement around you. All of the cats, of which now you're positive that there's now north of 60 in both the front yard and also in the backyard. Uh, as you're approaching the house with the sword in hand, the, the, the cats, the numerous dozens of cats are coalescing and collecting and turning into a, a marching army behind you. And they are moving in sync with you towards the back door. You were, I look back at the cats, you were trying to protect us from that thing. And they're, they're still stalking with you as All you right. get to the door. All right, so I'm going to go in and I'm shaking. As soon as you push the door open to go in, there is a flood of cats running past you, taking the lead as they just pour in. It takes several seconds for the entire host of cats to rage through your legs and run through the house and they start pouring straight for that back bedroom. Okay. I'm going and, to probably move with them. Yep. You start chasing with them and as you as as you and the army of cats uh, you suspect that any of the cats that were in the front yard have now uh, swarmed into the back and come and join the fray as well. Um, so there's probably 130 some odd cats in here. Um, uh, these cats uh, start leaping uh, on the bed and in the air and uh, suddenly 
the creature which had, had apparently faded into invisibility it starts uh, the kaleidoscope of lighting occurs again as it it reappears and it is in a now the cats are no longer silent you're hearing these screams of cats screeching in your ears as there is a huge fury of, of battle being raged between cat and cat all of these all of these you know uh, uh, earthly uh, uh, cats are just leaping and flying at this uh, bizarre uh, alien creature and uh, and they are all in a furious furious battle you can give me a uh, a brawl roll 27 how's my brawl 35 so all right i'm gonna try you... to jam the sword into whatever you think and i'm gonna make i can't that. really swing it because there's so many cats yep. i need to uh need to do a fight back against you Oh, it, it failed, so your attack is successful. Um, the damage for the bronze sword. D6 uh, plus one plus damage bonus. I don't know what's magic. I believe so. I've got it in here somewhere. What did I do? Here it is. 1D8 plus one. Plus damage bonus. I have no damage bonus. Okay. Uh, it will try to attack you as well as attacking the other cats. Do you want to fight back or dodge? I will try to dodge. You can make your attack roll, and it's time to do a fight back. Once again, trying to thrust into the center of it. Okay. Um, I got a 14 out of 35, so that is a hard. Fantastic. Okay, roll your damage, D8 plus 1. Three. <laughs> and it tries to attack you. Unfortunately, I did not dodge that. Okay, you are caught by one of the claws. And it does... Four points of damage. All right. Six. And okay, you're gonna make an attack. Yeah, it's gonna try and fight back. I failed. And I failed. 
which really sucks. There's so much going on in this room with the do- dozens and dozens of cats attacking it. Yeah, and so it's making uh, another attack against you. All right. Regular. And I failed, so you're successful. The cats whittle it down. <coughs> you can make another attack. 24 out of 35, so a uh, regular. I have a hard success. Ah. So it swats you in return for two points of damage. Okay. I rolled the absolute lowest I could. I have been... It's more than half, so I have been pretty badly wounded. I'm but kidding. it hasn't been in a single blow. So no, it you're, hasn't. You're just being you're being whittled down. Right. All right. And then, uh, but the the fight was prolonged enough that the uh, you can tell the creature its lights were dimming and getting darker. And uh, finally, and and with every swipe of the paw, you know you're seeing you know by the handful, uh, regular tabby cats are just being torn in half. But other cats are are landing attacks. And so finally. Uh, this uh, this alien creature, uh, it it seems to have been succumbed by the uh, by the cats. What what easily had to have been a hundred and thirty plus cats, um, probably only about uh, three dozen um, are leaving this bedroom alive. This bedroom is literally covered in corpses cat corpses knee deep uh wilhelm's corpse covered in some sort of mucus and sam's headless corpse uh laying on the uh on the bed um uh roll a d3 uh one lose one san As um, as you're kind of catching your breath, the white mist is evaporating, and and basically it just completely goes away and is gone. What is the metal thing on the floor? A singing bowl. Singing bowl. I'm going to snatch that up. Okay. All right. Um, So what I'm going to do is I am going to take it. It's very late at night. Yes. Yes. Very quiet on the street. I'm going to take the sword, singing bowl, my necklace, and so forth. Um, Are there any books or ritual books or anything like that that are here? just tons of copies of, of that same professor porter's book which right. you already have one all right uh i'm going to take those things back to my house okay and i am going to um i am going to call the police okay and my story is going to be that considering that i was quite concerned uh 
a friend came and we decided to break into the house to see if the professor was there. And there was a large wild animal, uh, we think escaped from the zoo. And we barely, well, I barely escaped with my life. Obviously I'm wounded, so I'm bleeding and I'm sliced up from the thing. My friend was not so fortunate and the professor is dead and had been partly consumed, I guess. And the, the cats, whatever, the, the cats must have been attracted somehow by this other large cat. And what else can we do? The, the rest of it's mystery. Um, but I just want to make sure I didn't get blamed for it. Poor Sam. All right. And uh, so, yeah, you call the cops. They send several cars. They go in and check out the uh, crime scene. Many of them come out puking. Uh, but uh, you uh, have physical evidence on yourself of being wounded that is consistent with a large animal. And, um, and they, you know, they call their headquarters and report that there is a, a large animal on the loose in Arkham. Like a lion. Yeah. And it makes the newspapers, but of course, no, uh, no escaped lion is reported. No escaped lion or wild, uh, cougar of any sort or, or bobcat I is can, ever discovered yeah. and eventually it fades away. But, uh, yeah, you you solved the uh, case and uh, and banished the uh, the cat from saturn and i probably then start doing some more research because obviously something weird's going on something weird was uh, definitely and going i become on. the next dream warrior very good and that is the silent clouder really really good story yeah. thank you did you have a good time yes oh yes very much i, I love these games um can i assume i i can make some assumptions but you can correct me um the professor was a cloud warrior um except that he encountered a cat from saturn which came through with him and, and it killed he, him obviously in his grief he attempted to uh use tibetan uh lucid dreaming to maybe try and um uh, reach uh, a version of his wife, uh, but he's he's not an experienced dreamer, and so he did the ritual incorrectly and uh, ended out attracting the attention of a cat from Saturn that took advantage of him and um, and started consuming him. Um, the cat from Saturn secreted a a mucus that coats its uh, its quarry so that. It doesn't rot. It doesn't smell, and he Fresh can meat. he can yeah. yeah he can live off of it for quite some time. Um, but uh, and the cats yeah. are the mortal enemies. So uh, human cats, you know, earthly cats are the mortal enemies. They were staying silent in order to not uh, alert their presence to the cat from Saturn. That they were they they were slowly building an army uh, outside, um, and they were waiting until either. They had sufficient numbers to uh, try and, and uh, break in and and do away with the animal. Or if a if a if a a mortal warrior should arrive 
they would assist that warrior, um, which they would recognize by the sword. Sure. Um, but there we go. Cool. All right. Neat Let's close the show. Our 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 players included me <laughs> with uh, John Hook as the keeper of the secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up a private game, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. There's a link below. We provide audio only versions of our shows free for the download from Podbean or iTunes. Uh, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and press the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good game.